It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is an appearance from Her Majesty, Her Highnessness, Her Royaltyness that I have been looking forward to for the last few days. This appearance may be the first and only time in the history of mankind that a man is told publicly, without shame, without fear, that he was right and that he has been right and apologized to. Where people all around the world and all around the country can hear it. And so it is with great honor that I bring you America's Princess of Policy. Princess groveling today, Princess Diana. Welcome, Your Majesty. Thank you, Sir James, the Knight of the Golden Order, the Duke of Snurdly. I do not want to disappoint you because you are so right about so many things. Thank you. But you're wrong again about this. Would you like to know why? No. No, I would not. First of all, here, let let us lay this out, okay? Let's, no, no, I am not wrong here, Diana. This is what happened, folks. Last week, Rick Scott, the the ex-governor of Florida, now the senator from Florida, came out. He has an 11-point agenda, okay? And the 11-point agenda is what he would like to see Republicans adopt. I looked at this, and I said, whoa, this is bizarre. Rick is challenging the turtle. He's actually coming up and telling the turtle, that would be Mitch McConnell, the Senate minority leader, who is probably going to be the Senate majority leader after the midterm elections. He's saying to, to, to Mitch, hey, Mitch, this is a challenge on your authority. I have my own agenda here. And so Diana, Princess Diana gets on the radio and says, oh, no, no, you idiot. You're wrong. He, Rick Scott is just another minion of the turtle. I, I meekly just backed off because I'm like, well, why am I going to argue against the princess? Princess knows everything when it comes to policy. Well, this week, it turns out I was right because Mitch McConnell went to the Senate floor and publicly rebuked. He rebuked. He smote. He smote him. On the Senate floor, he smote Rick Scott. He said, "How dare you?" I'm saying, I'm paraphrasing. How dare you yeah. come up? How dare you come up with an agenda for Republicans? I'm the damn leader here, and don't you ever mistake who the leader is. I, if, if there's going to be an agenda, I'll let them know when there's an agenda. Now, Rick, go somewhere and get off the floor. And so Rick Scott has basically said. Well, listen, uh, uh, this is my plan. It's not Mitch McConnell's plan. He kind of did what I did. He's backing off. But he still has his own plan. And by the way, it's a good plan. And Republicans are pissed off that he's daring to mention it. He want, Rick Scott is saying that every American should pay at least some kind of taxes. And Republicans and Democrats, Republican rhinos and Democrats are angry because what that's saying is that 50% of the American people would be hit with a tax hike. That would be the 50% that don't pay any taxes at all. So this is, okay, I've said my piece. Now, Princess Di, you can admit to the world that I'm right. <laughs> okay, let's start from the beginning, all right? Remember the princess uh, principle, watch what they do, 
not what they say. And I have a question for you. Do you know Rick Scott's title within the Republican leadership? Do you know what he chairs? What does he chair? The National Republican Senatorial Committee. Do you know what that does? Yeah, that raises all the money for the. No, I'm an idiot. That raises all the. I I know you know this. That raises all the money. That raises all the money for the Senate election. He who appointed him to the chair. The turtle appointed him. The turtle, Mitch McConnell. Would you let me let me just keep asking? Would you appoint someone who is in any way not on your page? If you're Mitch McConnell. Would you appoint someone as for the purse strings, for the money, who's going to be spending hundreds of millions of dollars to elect Republican senators? Would you put someone in that position who is going to go rogue? No, you would not. So that is my first question to you. My second question to you is who provided the money when Rick Scott rolled out a seven-figure national TV and digital ad buy? Do you think Rick Scott did that without permission from the turtle? Where did that money come from? It's not Rick Scott's money. Okay. So here is my question for you. Do you think Rick Scott has ever, in his political lifetime, ever legislatively pursued any one of these 11 points that he put out as this supposed manifesto? Well, I, I, uh, I'm going to, no, um, he has not. He has not. He is a rhino from the word go always has been, which is why McConnell put him in that position. However, he faces a very difficult political problem right now in that the donors and the voters are not donating and voting for the Republicans as Republicans. They're not giving money. The donors aren't. There is a real hesitancy. So he has to bridge two opposing forces, the Trump forces, which is rising within the Republican Party, and the McConnell forces. And how do you do it? You put out an 11-point plan that means nothing. It isn't anything you intend to ever do. It sounds good. And then you run an inside-outside game where you make people think there's this big fight between McConnell and Rick Scott which there is not. In fact, it was at the same press conference the Washington Post story wrote about on Tuesday. They were at the same press conference. First, Scott went up and told his thoughts, and then McConnell was at. And then Rick Scott left immediately. He he didn't even wait for McConnell. He left because it was a planned one-two punch. This is all for show. Everything about it would not have happened if it was not with Mitch McConnell's approval. And let me just go through a few of these. Rescue America 11-point plan. Our kids will say the Pledge of Allegiance, salute the flag, learn that America is great. We will, the government will never again ask American citizens to disclose their race, ethnicity, or skin color on any governmental form. The soft-on-crime days of coddling criminal behavior will end. Number four, we will secure our border, finish building the wall, and name it after President Donald Trump. I got to that point, and I'm like, oh, this is so 
cynical. This is what they think we want to hear. None of it they intend to do, not Rick Scott, not anyone in the Republican leadership, and not Mitch McConnell. So the fact that they even put it out there and they thought people would bite, this is a game they're running, James. And I want people to be very, very careful and watch, as I say, what they do, not what they say. Moving on, we have another story here that uh, is... uh, Wait a minute, do you find that persuasive, or or what do you think? Moving on, we have another story here. Uh, Diana, it was, uh, you have raised some, uh, once again, Princess, Your Majesty. Oh, goodness gracious. It appears that you may be right. It may unfold as you expect. Oh, come on. It's not going to ever do as I expect. You just nailed it. And I just once again fell for it. Well, let's just continue to watch what they do. I mean, look, look, some of these points, this point with the tax thing and Republicans are folks. This is what this is one of the things that really grabbed my attention. And I don't think people understand this. The Democrats have been for years saying that people have got to pay their fair share of taxes. They always point to the rich. And, of course, the Democrats never pay their fair share of taxes. Like like our guy here, Hakeem Jeffries, who pays 230-something bucks in taxes for his condo, for his multi-million dollar condo, while telling all the rest of us that we need to pay taxes. But anyway... No, wait, I just want to add another thing, Mm -hmm. is that all of these 11 points are things we wish actual representatives in Congress would believe, would put legislation forward for, and there's only one person that we've ever voted for who has advanced the agenda on these items, and that is Donald Trump. Donald Trump. And these are the same people who couldn't wait to undermine him at every turn. Here's the other interesting wrinkle, is that Donald Trump is working and hoping for Rick Scott to take over the leadership. He had him to Mar-a-Lago. He has mentioned it a few times that he'd prefer Rick Scott. And I'm afraid that this would be, that Rick Scott would be the Bill Barr of the Senate. I, th- I think that he it would not be a reliable ally. And I think he's putting this forward, this, this manifesto forward, in order to convince Trump as well that he's on board. Because everything about this. 11-point manifesto is Trumpist. And so I'm afraid that not only is it going to snow voters and donors, but it possibly could fool Trump, although maybe not. Well, the one thing I do want to say is this tax proposal that was put forward is indicative of something that most Americans don't know, and that is that half the country does not pay taxes. Half of America, More. more than half, does not pay any taxes whatsoever. And so what Rick Scott was saying, his point was that even if it's a token amount, every American should pay something in taxes. Every tax, every person that's working or that can, that can, that has, should pay at least a little something in taxes so that they would have skin in the game. And this is something that many of us have wanted to see for years. Half of this country does not pay taxes. They get money in their pockets from the other half that do, and those yeah, that and actually are paying. That. Now they get they get payments that used to be 
tax breaks that would you'd have as a, a deduction at the end of the year. Now you're actually getting monthly checks or have been during COVID. Right. So it's gone the backwards way. It hasn't gone toward the things that you and I agree with. Well, we've used up our time, Princess Di, and once again, I walk away with nothing but embarrassment. <laughs> never, never say that, James. I so love listening to you, especially when you give it to the other side and even people among our side who are on the other side. It is so encouraging and inspirational, and I'm always standing and cheering from my office at home when I hear you. Well, thank you. Princess Di, back with us tomorrow morning, and we'll go into some of these other stories and, and who knows what. So join us tomorrow. By the way, announcement to be made. Saturday, WABC. The Saturday morning extravaganza is going to be more extravagant. We begin tomorrow at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. So three hours of me, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on Saturday mornings. You wake up, set your alarm clock for 7. We'll be there for your first cup of coffee on Saturday morning, 7 o'clock. And joining us tomorrow will be Princess Di. Thank you, Princess Di. Appreciate you. Love you as always. Thank you. Thank you, Sir James. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.